Praise God. Now, I just want to share with you some things that are on my heart at this time. A um, lot of stuff going on. Uh, it seems that many of God's people right now are being deluged with the attack of the enemy. When, this, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord raises up a standard, an ensign against him. And we're at that sort of place right now where things are happening on a national, global and local level and personal level with all that's going on. And I want to just bring a bit of perspective what's on my heart about it. Just recently, the Lord very much laid upon me uh, and, and, and I was given very clear direction to write a little booklet. It's, it's a small book, um, but it's packed with power, I believe. A, a book about the Speak to the Nation, it's called. And it's, I, I'm not really here to talk about my book. Uh, you can get the book at manchildgeneration.uk. That's manchildgeneration.uk. We will post it free within the, the British Isles. Uh, and uh, there's a donation option, particularly if you want to get it from abroad, because it'll help you whatever nation you're in. But again, it's not about the book. But the book is Speaking to a Nation, Prayers, Decrees and Declarations for Britain. And just on my heart this morning, I'm looking at Trump uh, in America. I'm looking at the entire situation. I'm looking at lockdown here in England and where I am in Scotland, very possibly in Scotland, to the plans of the globalist powers. On that national and international level, we see the attack of globalism, the four horns, if you like, of Zechariah chapter 1, coming against God's people. Uh, whether you want to call it Babylon, uh, the Antichrist system, the beast system, uh, New World Order, all of that. And it's happening on that level, particularly with the, the, the presidential elections, uh, here in Britain, uh, the clamping down by a conservative government, it has to be said, uh, and uh, in England in particular. And we see all around the overreach, the control, the, in effect, communism by the back door happening. And the loss of liberty, the loss of freedom, and for me most importantly, the attack upon God's church. Now, we're in the process right now of releasing revelation that we have been receiving about uh, the Ecclesia of God, the governmental assembly of God, that this is the time for the Ecclesia, for the governmental assembly, and and we're using it uh, very much uh, the uh, phrase church v ecclesia or in other words transitioning from church to ecclesia the old model the old wineskin the old paradigm of church as we've known it the modern church the church of sadness if you like revelation chapter three uh, that's no longer a model that's working it's 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 not operating the way it should god called the sadness church death and then of course we've got the church of philadelphia um in revelation three as well and laodicea all these churches are here in the earth right now, if you like, 
in terms of expression. But Philadelphia is the ecclesia. It's the church that God wants to have in the earth. The governmental assembly. And that revelation's coming through. We're preaching it. We're teaching it. Uh, we're doing it online. We're doing it in, in, in meetings. Um, and we're seeing uh, that, that what God wants to happen. And we're, we're proclaiming what God wants to happen. Uh, but the old model of church, people are still trying to refurbish it, remix it, reboot it. Um, and it's not going to work. So we, we have to understand this. We have to transition from church to ecclesia. And it, it's so vital right now. And I believe that the refusal to properly do that, in a sense, uh, is a refusal. It, it could be lack of knowledge. It, you know, by the way, the Bible says my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. What you don't know can kill you, can destroy you, can wipe you out. So it's incumbent upon us as Christians, as believers, as individual believers and as leaders to go before God and get the revelation of God for now. A lot of people in America prophesied a church, uh, sorry, a Trump landslide with this election and it didn't happen. People even prophesied that Trump would win. And uh, right now in the natural, that doesn't look like it's going to happen unless it's through some legal redress. Uh, and you say, well, the election's been stolen. Very possibly so. I don't want to be uh, critical and have a judgmental, a wrong approach to this, but I, but I do feel I've got some things to say that are important about that. Too much emphasis has been placed on democracy. Democracy simply means the rule of the people, the rule of man. And I'm not a Democrat because heaven isn't a, a democracy. And we need to start understanding when we pray thy kingdom come, it's a kingdom, it's not a republic, it's not a democracy. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. You, you understand that when you pray that sincerely and with revelatory understanding, you're asking God to take away politics, to remove the political system, to take away the political spirit, to change the governments of earth from being ones that are democratic, supposedly, or tyrannical uh, uh, in the sense of wickedness. You're asking earth, not asking, you're decreeing that earth uh, be patterned after heaven when it comes to how we're governed. You see, the Ecclesia is all about governance. And when you're praying thy kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, you're releasing governmental structure on earth that exists in heaven. Let me just say this, heaven is a kingdom. And, and it's, it's a dictatorship, but a benevolent one. Okay, it's absolute rule, ultimate rule, total rule, by God the Father, by the Lord Jesus at his right hand, reigning over the universe, and by the Holy Spirit, enforced by hosts of angels of immense power. You're asking for that to be released on planet Earth. Uh, ultimately, you could say that that's the, the complete expression of that will come uh, in eternity uh, when Jesus returns. 
But, you know, we are partaking of the power of the age to come and walking in that as his ecclesia on earth simply by praying it. But you have to pray to understand. We're not just asking for people to be nice to each other. We're not just asking for, you know, to have uh, uh, you know, very uh, a sort of just mamby-pamby uh, niceness to be spread around. A lot of people, when they speak about God's will be done, God's kingdom come, that's how they, they see it as just, oh, well, we'll go back to being a kinder, gentler, nicer society. Now, we're talking here about governance, about government, and we are, as the Ecclesia, his governmental assembly. So what do governments do? They make laws, they make decrees, they, they bring into, uh, into legislation things that they want done. And so we need to understand when Jesus said, I'll build my Ecclesia, that's what he meant. I'll build my parliament, I'll build my government. I'll build a structure in the earth that will release God's will and purpose among the nations. And so we're all about the business of government. We're all about the business of governance. And heaven's government must come to earth. Jesus is Lord. It's not just something that you say that makes you a Christian and you stick in a bumper sticker. Jesus is Lord. It's what every single creature must bow to. And it's our job as the ecclesia to make that bowing down to be what, what, you know, we need to get as many creatures as we can about it. That includes human beings, but, but it also means that if grudgingly, powers of darkness have to do that as well. In other words, they have to back down and they have to uh, back off. So this is confrontational in terms of principalities and powers. It's confrontational in terms of governments. We believe very much in a transformational role, uh, teach us a lot. Uh, we're not standing outside parliament buildings on earth, placards. We're not handing out rifles to some militia and looking for a military coup. Um, we're looking for a penetration uh, of the seven mountains by Christians with intentionality to take over the seven mountains of culture to to become salt and light in a very real way, not in just a theoretical way or or as I said, that nice way. We're not here to be nice. We're we're not anointed to be nice. We're anointed to be God's dominion agent on the earth, his governmental assembly, to speak and decree things. You know, you know, uh, Mary Queen of Scots uh, it was said that she feared the prayers of John Knox more than all the armies of, of Europe. Now, why would governmental leaders in the governments of the earth, why would they fear Christians? Uh, not because we're going to get uh, everybody a rifle and, as I said, stage a military coup. Um, and they certainly wouldn't fear us if we're standing outside with banners and placards outside uh, you know Westminster and here in Scotland Holyrood or you know the Senate in America whatever we're not talking about them fearing us for things like that we're talking about they fear our prayers they fear the fact that we have power and authority with God and have been given a mandate to disciple the nations 
Now, let me just say this to you, it's very clear. Those in the government or governance of earth, of a Babylonian antichrist uh, persuasion, some of these guys, some of these uh, folks, they, they understand that. They understand the spiritual dimension of this. They're maybe involved in the occult or uh, high-ranking Satanists. And they're not always the visible people, the politicians that we see on TV. They're the powers that hide behind them very often. Now, they understand the Bible and the, and the mandate of God to his people. So they're, they're doing everything they can. I believe at this time the enemy knows, and I believe perhaps occultists, Satanists, whatever you want to call them, uh, in the government of the nations, the Sam II conspiracy, the anti-God people, the anti-Christ people, uh, rulers of the earth, because it speaks about uh, uh, kings and rulers of the earth are not always the same thing. The visible kings are not always the rulers. But whether or not they're visible or not, those folks that are engaged, we could name some of them uh, right now, um, that are engaged in using their wealth, their influence, uh, perhaps their occult power to try and influence, uh, more than influence, to dictate to the nations. I believe that they understand, as does the evil one himself and principalities and powers, that at this particular time, God is releasing the Ecclesia revelation to the earth. And that it's so important uh, that we understand that they, they know this. They know this. So they're bringing about all these things that are happening that perhaps confuse us. They shouldn't confuse us. The COVID business is all about control. It's all about bringing in measures of control to suppress the voice of the church. You can't meet for worship. Where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them, Jesus said. Which means the government of God is in the earth where two or three are gathered. So they don't want us to gather. And, you know, it's great to gather in Zoom. It's, it's, it's you know, it's a, a useful tool or, or, or stuff like that. Uh, WhatsApp groups or whatever. Messenger, all these things. It's great to have the communication that we have electronically. But the, the devil knows and his people know that the physical assembly of God's people is the where the exponential power and authority of God is released in the earth. So he's trying to stop that. When we had locked down there a few months back and we just weren't able to meet as a church, all of a sudden riots broke out, violence, destruction. Uh, there was a real dark time because the church wasn't meeting. When the church got back together, it all calmed down. Now, I'm saying all this as a preamble because I really just want to get to the nub of it all. Why, why was the election in America such a disaster? Why are we being locked down again uh, here in Britain? Why are all these things happening? I'm going to just give you as straight as the Lord gave it to me. Okay? And it's something he's been showing me for years. It's, it's true on a personal level. It's true on a congregational level in terms of, you know, the church or ecclesia. And it's true on a national level, and it's this. In a nutshell, the people of God are not releasing through their mouths enough what God said and what God's will and purpose is. We're just not speaking it enough, folks. Our mouths are not being used 
as what they're supposed to be used for, which is to praise him, to worship him, to declare his will, to pray, to decree, to speak forth his word, to meditate. Remember, Joshua uh, wasn't given a power rod like Moses. He was told, your power rod is in your mouth. As you speak the word of God, it will become a scepter. Now, he was to meditate, speak day and night. And clearly he did that because we saw, we see it in the book of Joshua, the mighty things that God did through him. He stopped the sun and moon. Not with a power rod, but with his mouth. And God has given each of us his word as a two-edged sword, which is also a scepter. A uh, great book out just now by Wanda Alger called Moving from Sword to Scepter, which is talking about going beyond spiritual warfare uh, and using God's word as a two-edged sword and be, and using it as a scepter to rule the nations, but, but importantly to speak God's will and purpose into the earth on a global, international, national, uh, regional and local and personal level, we need to become people who understand that as the Ecclesia, we rule and reign by decree, by our spoken word. Uh, and what comes out of our mouths, your mouth is the game changer in your nation. You need to understand that. But what we often use our mouths for and I believe this is where we've missed it, and I believe this is where a lot of American saints have missed it. We speak the problem. We do it here in Britain too. We speak what the enemy is doing. We speak what the kingdom of darkness is up to. We reinforce it every time we do it. When we talk about how bad things are, by the blessing of the upright, the city is exalted, but it is overthrown by the mouth of the wicked. Now, when we bless, and blessing, when you just get right down to it, is releasing God's will, God's purpose. You know, uh, the ironic blessing, where, the, where the, 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 the high priest spoke over the nation, uh, the Lord bless thee and keep thee, the Lord make his face shine upon thee, be gracious unto thee, the Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. That's releasing God's will and purpose upon the nation, upon the people, upon the land. You're speaking forth from heaven. It's so important to emphasize that. The ecclesia functions from heaven, from, from heavenly realms, seated at the right hand of God, in Christ, with Christ in heavenly places, speaking his will and purpose. Not, not uh, on the earth begging God to do something. Or on the earth speaking the problem. Speaking the problem is what got us where we are. Speaking the problem is what got us into lockdown. Speaking the problem is what caused uh, the kingdom of darkness to rise up in our nations. Speaking the problem is, I believe, what has caused the problem in this presidential election. And you say, well, but that's the subtlety, the attack of the, the devil, that's uh, voter fraud and all these elect electoral fraud that's happening yeah maybe so and, and I believe is so but the problem is here's the problem that's what exactly what people were saying would happen well the Democrats will try to steal this election well 
They have. Now, we're not talking here about being unrealistic and, and, and you know, refusing to recognise the problem. We, we, we could have said, or people could have said, should I say, uh, well, the Democrats are going to try and steal this election, but in the name of Jesus, we bind that. You see, that little bit at the end is what not enough people have done. Because a lot of people, you know, when it comes to the binding and loosening thing, it's, and it comes to word of faith, shall we say. And I'm, I've been guilty of this. I, I'm a word of faith guy. I've, I've preached it. I've you know, preached speaking God's word. I've, I've preached this stuff for years. But I very often have found myself coming up short and practicing it. Because you can preach something and you can bless others with your preaching. But if you're not walking in it, if you're not walking the walk, you're talking the talk or talking the walk, but you're not walking it. So, and I need to say this to you. I've found in my own life that so many of my problems came by not spending enough time speaking God's word, meditating his word, uh, not enough time releasing through my mouth God's word, God's will, God's purpose. But you you know it inside, you're preaching it to other people, but you're not walking in it. Uh, and I believe that that's a universal problem in a sense, that it's so widespread, that even those who, who are teaching these things mightily, some, sometimes you'll find, you know, I, I've heard it myself, them confessing, I, I just, I wasn't full on in my own life. Uh, Kenneth Copeland speaks about total immersion. A few years back, the Lord told him, Get back to total immersion. Now, anybody's going to think, well, Kenneth Copeland's walking the walk here. He's, he's, he's totally immersed in this thing. And he is way beyond other people. But he himself said that the Lord says you need to get back to total immersion. In other words, we all should be doing that, folks. Let's just get right down to it. I'd love to say we all should be doing more. And that's true. And I think if we did more... And I don't want us to get into this whole religious idea that we need to strive and get into works and it's all about religious ritual and you've got to you know, read 10 Psalms a day out loud and all this. We're not getting into religion with this. But this is lifestyle. We are speaking spirits. We're created in the image of God. And God speaks. He releases his word. He decrees. Kings do that. And we're kings and priests unto God. Kings and priests are never silent in the sense that their function is to make decrees. A priest's function is to intercede and pray and, and stand between God and men and bring human problems to the throne of God and also bring solutions from the throne of God and minister to men. Kings are there to make decrees and to speak and to rule and to judge. But it's all verbal. Look at how much of God's word is verbal. Praising, praying, uh, interceding, supplicating, uh, confessing his word, speaking forth, preaching, declaring. So much of God's word is about, it, it begins with speaking. In the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, then he spoke, let there be light. Speaking God's word 
impacts nations. You as an individual. This honour have all the saints. Psalm 149. Let the high praises of God be in the mouths of the saints. Why? Because it's a curb on rulers and kings that they don't go off do their own thing, but that they're restrained by the people of God. You want a change of government if you put your faith in the ballot paper, you're sunk. You know, I'm seeing Christians saying things like, well, we need to pray. At this precise moment, we need to pray uh, because Biden has too many votes and Donald Trump doesn't have enough. Well, the election's passed. Now, can God overrule? Even right now, yes. But, you know, are we asking God to do, are we asking God to uh, do a, 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 mail, uh, a vote dump? You know, and there's a sense that... Now, we, we prayed back in the independence referendum in Scotland. We prayed back at uh, the Brexit thing. And God came through. I was at prayer meetings where, where we shifted things. But there's too much faith put in democracy. There's too much faith put in the ballot paper. Why don't we just sidestep all that process and say, look, we, we need to pray thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth. That will not necessarily happen through the, the ballot paper. There, there's something about us that we believe that God is limited, in a sense, to to getting us a majority in a godless world where we see the influence of the church not as strong as it should be, where we see churches in decline, where we see the kingdom of darkness advancing. Are we really going to believe that somehow God will, you know, tweak out or squeak out a majority for us, and that's the only way that we're going to get the people that we want in power. Are we really going to just continue to rely on the majority of votes or the manipulation of electoral systems so that we get our guy in? Um, and even if he comes in with a landslide, we've had that in Britain, uh, where a Conservative government just recently voted in and a massive landslide. You know, if we'd voted for the other guy, we could have, we would have probably had less communism. So it's not about human governments; it's about divine government. And divine government in the earth is only released through the mouth of the saints. I'm going to say that again: divine government in the earth is only released through the mouth of the saints. So if you want God's rule in the earth, you have to start speaking it. You have to st start speaking his word. You want God's rule over your body, i.e. Uh, healing. You need to confess you're healed by the stripes of Jesus and that I am the Lord that healeth thee. You need to speak what God's word says about healing. You want God's order in your finances, you need to speak the supply of God into your life. You want deliverance from uh, evil powers, demons, you have to speak God's word and Use your mouth to cast out demons. Use your mouth to bind principalities and powers by decreeing God's word in the earth, the will of God. The Lord reigns over the nations. Yahweh reigns over the nations. Jesus Christ is governor of the rulers of the earth. Start speaking these things. You know, 
Well, it's just little old me speaking. Yeah, exactly. That's how God designed it. This isn't a job for pastors and leaders and full-time ministers. This is a job for all the saints. You need your mouth to be the game changer. Stop speaking the problem and start speaking the solution, which is the word of God. Start releasing the kingdom through your mouth. Start uh, decreeing, thy will be done, Father. On earth, as it is in my nation, in America, as it is in heaven, in Britain, as it is in heaven. And, and allow the Lord to change the structures of authority and power, to change the entire governmental system, because you released it. That's what politicians fear. That's what the rulers of the earth fear, that you will impose upon them heavenly government rather than their satanically inspired earthly government. All the isms, socialism, communism, feminism, humanism, atheism, all of these things that they want to govern by and the influences of these things, they will all be cast down when the saints of God become the ecclesia, the governmental assembly in the earth. And through their mouths, the mouths of the saints, the voice of the saints, release the kingdom of God and his heavenly government upon the earth. The Lord bless you.